Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Is a place where time stands still. Where nature is harsh and demanding. Where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. And good morning, this is Annie for Showreel, our look um, 3CR at Australian Filmmaking and uh, in the past, we have a, we had a chat with Brenton Foles, who's in the studio with uh, Ruth Richards, who are they're both involved in uh, a new feature that's been made. Now, Brenton, when I first spoke to you, your main role has been as an actor, but now you're taking on a, a new position as uh, a director, and you're a co-writer of Deal, which that's is beginning its early phases of development, or you've written it, but now you're going to actually have to shoot it and get the rest of it happening. That's right. Tell us uh, about this move towards making your own own film, own feature, being, being in control and also taking on the role of a screenwriter as a person who's always been an actor. Well, I actually wrote, uh, started writing this script uh, roughly two years ago and I was, I was bored at work one day and I said to the boss, I said, look, do you mind if I uh, use the computer for private project he said yeah no problem so um i wrote the first draft in three days uh 80 88 pages it was and then i just worked on it from there rewrite rewrite and then uh got to the point where i got to the i think it was the 21st draft finished that and i said to ruth 21st draft draft, (laughs) and um, that sort of tells people the nature of this gig i I wanted to i wanted to start filming at the second draft but i (laughs) but i said someone held you back (laughs) well i'm glad they did but uh because it's just developed so much but i said to ruth i said look i need some help with the uh with the final drafts uh we've actually got 23 drafts what do you think was the weaknesses in those earlier ones? I mean, you started off with an idea, a plot, and then you developed the characters around the plot? Or it, I, I noticed when I was looking at the uh, synopsis that it's actually very character-driven. It's very character-driven, but we, we actually had a huge script change. It went from being a horror to being a, a dramatic thriller. Yeah. Um, it's more, I think it's more sellable as a thriller, it's got a much bigger. It will have a much bigger impact as a thriller rather than as a horror. Mm. So, uh, uh, Ruth, you came into it at the twenty third, twenty second, twenty second, and uh, what? Uh, how? Did, where did your input come in? Um, we got to the point after about oh, I don't know, because we went through a section. There was probably about ten that got changed and when it it came to that um, 
we pretty much had to do a complete rewrite or half a rewrite, I think it was. Um, and now when you say that, are you talking about uh, the plotting? Are you talking about the way people speak or the uh, visualisation? Because, of course, it is a film project. With the whole thing. We, we kind of gutted it. We had to um, change one of the characters completely, one of the mains. That, that's where it came in. It was yeah. it was one character and he's a pivotal character throughout yeah. the whole thing and because we needed to change his character slightly. It changed everything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so it's a really hard road to go when you're actually writing a script. That's what you really say. Yeah. Very difficult. Yeah. But... Um, I think because uh, I, I handed it over to Ruth at that stage. I said because we actually had a bet. She said oh, I was only it's only changing the character. It's only changing a few scenes. I said no, it's a whole rewrite. Once you change one character, it's a whole rewrite. So we had a bet and she lost. Um, <laughs> so she had to buy me a cappuccino. Uh, but high stakes. Yeah. <laughs> it, it took. I I did earlier in the piece. I did nine drafts in one week and. Mm. Ruth sat there for two for two weeks, and by the end of it, she was ready to kill me. So, um, and but it, it just fell into place once she handed it back, and I looked at it. And I said, "Okay, here's where we need to change this scene," and it just polished up really nicely. So, so yeah. what's your background, Ruth? Well, I was pestering Brendan for a role in the movie, so I, I that's all it was for me to start off with. So um, you're an actor too? Yeah, yeah. So he gave me one of um, the leads and then we went through the script and then so I ended up doing that as well on top of it. But purely because I love the script from the word go. Mm. Now the interesting thing about this, of course, is that generally speaking people aren't actors writing a script. Yep. Uh, they're actually someone who's written a script or a producer or a director who wants to get a film off the ground and then they yeah. go through a rather laborious process towards getting funding. Yeah. Now, this is a, a big leap, isn't it, for you guys, going yeah. from the role of actors to mm. controllers of the event? It's a yeah. massive leap and directing this is going to scare the absolute hell out of me. So, <laughs> yeah. But you obviously have yeah. some ideas. I mean, you're ambitious to do it. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So tell us about that process uh, psychologically. Um, well, the directing of it, uh, I mean, I've sat there and I've worked out all the different scenes. I mean, we've, you know, I've looked at the opening when I wrote the script um, and I've looked at the different scenes that we've got and, I've, and I can just imagine how I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're opening with a crane shot and we're closing with a crane shot um, you know, just to bookend it, and it's going to be absolutely beautiful. We're using jibs, we're using cranes, we're using 4K cameras and everything else. The um, So you're on top of the whole practicality of making a film. Many people, they'll go to a movie and they just see the movie and they experience it in an emotional way. Yeah. They forget that you guys have actually worked out the whole iconography uh, in a visual but practical way. Well, that's right. I mean, it's pretty much um an altruistic um uh, experience um the it's got a lot of myself in the in the script the uh i i really couldn't think of anyone else that could do justice to it with uh, with directing out of all the the directors i know i couldn't think of anyone who could direct this uh sufficiently so 
I said to um, my director of photography who came on board, I, I said to him, look, you know, I'm going to direct it. Do you want to be DOP? And he said, yep, no worries. He he read the script. His daughter's in the, in the film. Yeah. Um, he loves the script so much that he's actually um, – Using sixty thousand, what would normally cost us sixty thousand dollars to hire in equipment, he said, "Brenton, this is at your disposal. This is yours to use for the film." And he's doing all the editing. He's doing all the color grading. He's he's doing everything. All the things that people generally forget have to happen. Yeah. You're on three CR eight eight double five AM on your well on your AM dial and you're listening to Showreel and he's speaking to Brenton Foles and Elizabeth Richards sorry Ruth Richards I don't know why I said that glitch of the mind about their film that uh, they're in the process of uh, bringing to fruition it's called Deal and uh, as you've already just said to us this is uh, quite a communal affair really isn't it because in order I mean can you imagine I mean you said how many pages is it now the script I think it's about 95, 97. Now, if you rule of thumb 97, that equals 97 minutes. Yeah. By rule of thumb, then you've got yeah. your action, so it's going to be a little bit more than more than that. It's probably going to be about 110 minutes. Yeah, which yeah. is a classic feature film. Yeah. Uh, but you, one of the things that's most interesting about this whole process, and you're now getting to the point of the pointy end of developing funding options and stuff like mm-hmm. that, is that you've been living with this for over two years, right? Yep. Yeah. So the level of discipline and concentration is quite extraordinary in, a, in filmmaking terms, isn't it? It takes about five years from my, what I've established with most of the people I've spoken to about making a feature film, about five years for this to happen. Yeah. Normally, yeah. Um, I mean, realistically, we'll have this finished... Uh, It'll take about three months to film. So once we've got the funding, then we'll then we'll film it three months from there. So it'll be a year, uh, two, two and a half years from conception to completion. Um, but you have to, you've got the post production. Yeah. Then we've yeah. got post production. Uh, now I know that post production is about nine. Filming it is about ten percent of the actual film. Yeah. Yes. Then you've got ninety percent of it is post production. Now, how long do you think the shoot will be? The shoot will take three months. Three months, and it's going to be around Melbourne. It'll be around Melbourne. We've got locations sorted. We've got uh, we're filming uh, in a hotel in Coburg, um, and outside that hotel, we're filming in uh, Willers Hill. We're filming in Ferntree Gully. We're uh, filming up at uh, Mount Dandenong. So yeah, and so what you're talking about is production manager's job. You know, finding locations, all these well, things. That's that... that's my job and the producer's job. So <laughs> <laughs> again, I, I, you know, I've done a lot of the scouting. Uh, my director of photography, Rick Idak, he and I went out and and did a whole heap of scouting ourselves. We there's a cemetery scene, so we went and one day we went and looked at three different cemeteries, and then we settled on another one, which we're waiting. For um, approval on that one, because you have to get have to get permission to film. So you've learned a lot about that whole permissions yeah. process. Certainly have. Uh, my producer uh, Leanne Campbell, she's actually doing the um, uh, all the permission slips and all the rest of it, getting all the all the permissions. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the so the um, let's go back to getting the money. 
Now, I know that part of uh, doing this, you haven't shot it yet, you haven't cut it, you haven't done any of those things yet, but you, you're at this point where you've created a online presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've had to do a whole range of different things in order to make this successful. Can yep. you tell, tell us a bit about that? Uh, well, we've got a Facebook page uh, which people can look up. If they go on Facebook and they uh, type in Deal Feature Film, uh, that's D E A L. That's right, D E A L feature film. They'll find uh, find our Facebook page. Um, and apparently, you've just had your one thousand. We just got our one thousandth one thousandth like last night. I think when I looked at it this morning, it was a hundred. Uh, sorry, one thousand and five likes this morning. So it's still growing. We've had uh, we had an article in the Knox Leader just the other day, um, which helped boost that as well because they had the the link printed in the paper um i've got a website there which um uh, i'm sure callers could probably or listeners could probably call in and find out what the website is it's it's a long website uh brenton dot oh com forward slash it's it's a long one it's, a... Feature dot... <laughs> it's all right i'll put it up on on the podcast please do um and, and I mean that one was also printed in the paper, and we we actually had someone uh, email through through the contact thing asking if they could um, submit some music for me to listen to to see if we could use their music for for free. Um, we love things that are free. Um, then what else have we done? Um, we've just been plugging this yeah. thing on online every day. I get on there probably twice a day and just. Um, I'm sure all of my uh, Facebook friends are sick of hearing about it. but Well, it's always going to happen, isn't it? Yeah. No, but the thing is that you've got a plan. You've got a plan. You're we've going got, to go crowdfunding. We've got a, yeah, we've, we've got a plan. We've got um, our, um, our producer, Leanne Campbell, she's working on a crowdfunding. And she's quite experienced. She is. She's um, – but she's an ambassador for, um, uh, for possible – which is a crowdfunding uh, campaign site, uh, pla- site platform. Yeah, possible, P-O-Z-I-B-L-E. Yep. Now, she, uh, so she's going to go through that. We filmed a teaser trailer, which um, Rick Idak, uh, actually his daughter, because he's, he's filming this month on um, The Legend of Ben Hall, but um, uh, his, his eldest daughter, Haley is going to be, editing all of that she's editing at the moment um ruth's daughter is working on a on a poster and we're getting the once those things are ready then we can launch the possible campaign and what are you going to aim for because we all know that with possible you've got to aim for it strategically. with possible you have to you have to aim very carefully because it's an all or nothing site and we're looking at about twenty thousand. um and yeah if we once we hit the twenty thousand mark then we can then we can film it. How much do you think yeah. you'll need overall? Are you going to do it in bits? Because I know it's not just possible campaign. You're actually going to try for the conventional methods of getting money as well. We are, yeah. we are trying. We've got our um, associate producer, Stuart Marshall. He's, um, he's going off this week to speak to Screen Victoria, I think it is. Um, Film Victoria. Film Victoria, sorry. Film Victoria or Screen Australia is going to one of those two. Um, to uh, try and organise 
them to, to assist as well. Uh, he's campaigning with them to get me listed with them as a um, as a film producer on there. So, um, so it's a whole other process, isn't it? It is a whole. It's, it's a matter of going to their websites, finding out. Uh, how that fits in, and what you're saying, I guess, is that you guys are really focusing on the creative side of this, mm-hmm. and yeah. the business side is being put to people who who are going to get their stripes That's by right. dealing with those elements within the film industry in Australia. That's right. Yeah. So we've got we've got some um, we've got some really good people there who are doing all the all the uh, preparation. We've like I said, we've got Leanne Campbell, Stuart Marshall, um, all the cast and crew have been plugging it as well, trying to get people on board. So, so basically yeah. what you're doing is making your own future. We are. Yeah. We are. You're on 3CR. I'll just go to a little message and then we'll be back in two shakes of a lamb's tail talking to Brenton Foles and Ruth Richards. <laughs> Tune in to On Screen and find out more about what's on the big and the small screen each Saturday, 11am till 12 noon on 3CR. It's a program on film, on filmmakers and on film festivals. It's called On Screen, Mm, but it's on the radio, 3CR. Hey Jodie, I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. Oh, just in the words of the Pointer Sisters, hey? Why? What's happening? The new 3CR t-shirts are coming out. We had a competition, Kate Reid won it, and it's so beautiful. It's got roses and a love heart, and then the caption is, resistance is fertile. Oh, too deadly that, eh? So in order to get one, go to the 3CR website and follow the link to shop. And right. they're $30. $30? Oh, yeah. what a bargain. And 25 for kids. You'll be able to secure one for yourself because they're in hot demand. Yay, get one now. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I think I like it. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. And I just can't hide it. You're on 3CR with Annie on Showreel and we're talking to Brenton Foles and... Uh, Ruth Richards about a film that they're in the process of developing to its fruition called Deal. They've already written the script, they've uh, got their DOP, they've got their producers, they even know who's going to cut it, but uh, they haven't shot it yet and they're still developing their funding projections. Uh, Now Brenton um, and uh, Ruth, it does strike me that you two are very collaborative and also even though you know, deciding to go from being actors to actually being in charge of the whole uh, ship, basically. You know how to work with other people, so you're not going to get go into hissy fits and yeah. take your bat and ball and go home. Oh, we've, home. we've no. been there. <laughs> You've done that? Are we hissy fit between each other? Yeah, tell or us just about no it. no one else? <laughs> no, no, tell us about it, because this is the thing. It, it takes a lot of discipline and hard work to make a big project like this work, and most people are pretty unaware that uh, feature filmmaking is not only collaborative, which, yeah. uh, but it also takes a long time. So for people to actually work together so well for such a long time without yeah. there being emotion yeah. would be uh, pretty 
unusual. So how do you deal with that? We're friends. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm, you know, people start as friends, you know, and can end up not being friends. No, well, we're we're really good friends. Ruth, Ruth's one of my best friends. We just, I don't know. We sort of, um, we'll go head to head over suggestions with certain things, and we'll sort of get narky at each other, and then the next day we just talk about it again, and sort of see where we're at, and does it make sense? Should we do it? Shouldn't we do it? Like the most stressful part was the script. That was. That got a bit much at times. I would be sort of like, Brenton, don't speak to me about it. I need to leave the house. Like, I just, it was, I found it draining at times because it was just an overload because everything has to interlock in the script. So it was technical, so you remove something and then something else doesn't work, so then you have to try and fix that bit and it was, that was a bit chaotic. But the rest of it... Um, I don't know, we sort of throw ideas around. It either makes sense, doesn't make sense. Some of them we go with, some of them we don't. Um, we'll bounce them off other people if we so have to. So basically there's a level of respect which allows you to keep focusing on the overall project. Yeah, yeah it is, and it's the passion to get this movie made. Yep. Yeah. It is. That's what it comes down to. We both and completely we, believe and in And we that. have that passion. Yep. And the actors on board are exactly the same. Like everyone works so well as yeah. a team. So, so t- well. tell us about the. Um, there's, like I said, looking at the synopsis, it's quite clear that it's uh, quite character driven, and uh, that is about the fact that you are actually actors. There's yeah. quite a distinction, but I find between people who are directors who are actors and people who are purely directors, you know. Mm. Uh, And I noticed, I mean, it's quite interesting looking at the uh, footage of uh, the making of The the Water Diviner, for example, uh, the way Russell Crowe put all his people into boot camp effectively and all those things. He had a whole range of attitudes about how actors should uh, get themselves fit and ready for the particular tasks that they were being asked. Well, I I just sent an actor the other day, he's playing a police officer and he has to do a shootout in it and um, I sent him down to police headquarters the other day to learn how to hold a gun and and use a car as a shield and he came back he he messaged me, he said, Brenton, I got so much out of that, thank you so much Mm -hmm. So, um, And so the police were into doing that? They were willing to do that, yeah Yeah, Yeah. which is fascinating isn't it? Yeah Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, you're really focusing on detail. Oh, definitely. Yeah. We want realism in this film. Yeah. And that's the thing. It has to be realistic. If it's not realistic, it's just not going to work. Okay. So so uh, what what are you expecting? Uh, I mean, you've never actually been a director. Uh, what are you expecting to ha- have happen on the shoot? You know, you've, give, you've given yourself three months for the shoot. Uh, what Have you got any idea of uh, the kind of... Uh, uh, ratio of footage to time. You know what you do. You, have you got any idea of that sort of thing? Not really, no. Um, but our director of photography, Rick Idak, he um, he's teaching me a lot as we go. I mean, we filmed a teaser trailer already, like I said, which would be it's a good experience, soon. isn't it? It is very good experience. And um, and what have you learned from from that from being the actor to the one directing? What have you learned? I've I've basically learnt, um, I've learnt a lot about framing. I've learnt a lot about um, 
uh, about camera angles and things like that. Um, it also helps. I'm doing film study through Open University as well. But um, the uh, and I only, I'm only doing that because it's it's helping with this film. Um, but I've learnt about with, with the script. I've learnt character development with the filming. I've learnt how to frame. I've learnt how to you know. I've learnt. There's a lot of different techniques that we can in, in, uh, apply to this film. So Rick's really good. He's 30 years' experience yeah. in the in the industry as a DOP. So, yeah, he's yeah. brilliant. Now, you said before that uh, someone had rung you up about music and that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, it is actually really important, not only visually, but uh, uh, to have the cameras and the acting and all that sort of stuff in order and have a coherency there, but also the soundscape, the soundscape. Uh, yeah. uh, have yeah. you thought about who's going to do that for you? Um, not really. That's something that we'll put into, into post-production, I think. Um, but the, I mean, we've got, the way I see it, this, this film is going to, going to stimulate every sense. It's going to stimulate emotions. It's going to stimulate the, your thoughts. It's going to stimulate your eyes. It's going to stimulate your ears. It's going to be an incredible movie. But, um, uh, all those sort of things, um, the, soundscape and so forth um that's something that'll come in with uh with post-production i'm i'm pretty sure i mean we've got we've got audio guys and that they're going to be doing the boom handling and, and oh, so yeah, forth. of course uh but the music i think will come in um rick said look you know don't worry about that right now well that's something in post-production we do want to get plus uh get a song from placebo to to uh as the theme song and we've and we're uh, we've got a contact. Uh, I think it's Universal Music to try and get them to um, to uh, negotiate. To negotiate, but again, Rick said, "Look, leave that to the end." He said, "I've got solicitors that handle that sort of thing, so we'll do that at the end." So, yeah. Yeah. so basically, all the people that are involved in, in this are hoping that uh, it will be well, not only successful, but also uh, a building block for their careers. Yeah. Well, that's definitely. right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, we've got some incredible actors on board, and so who have you got? All right, we've got um, at the main cast. We've got Axel Gunn, uh, Ruth Richards, uh, John McCullough, uh, Harley DeProse, and uh, Madison Vulich, who is the daughter of our um, our director of photography. Now, uh, Madison is a. I mean, they've all got a lot of experience in the in the independent. Um, film industry except for Madison Madison's actually a model yeah. uh, she was winner of uh, now I always get this wrong uh, I think it was well Ma- she's a good looking doll and oh, she yeah. is she is um, I think it was marvelous miss or wonderful miss or magical I don't yeah. know one of those one of those uh, she, she's probably sitting there listening going it's this one it's this one <laughs> um, but yeah uh, she's uh, she's walked Catwalks in in Milan and everything. So yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's an exciting it's, it's exciting time for you guys. When do you think yeah. you'll be doing the shoot? Well, we do need to start filming in May. We've got some scenes that we have to start filming, uh, which is one of the actresses um, uh, Madison's um, uh, house that she lives in um, in in the film. 
we need to film them in May, so we're doing that on a sh- on a shoestring because we we have to get them done because the that location's actually not going to be available after June. So, so what you're going to do is uh, proceed whatever happens. Definitely. Yep. Definitely. If I have to sit there and, and apply for credit cards and do it on a credit card, I will. I don't mm. want to have to do that. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to make this movie work. So yeah. you're going to have to keep us abreast of the success or otherwise of the, the whole process. I will. Yeah. I will. Yeah, good. Thanks for coming in and, t- and sharing this with us. Thank you very much. It's very exciting yeah. that uh, this new feature film is going to be shot in, mm-hmm. in Melbourne and that you guys, going from being actors, have uh, decided that you're going to take control mm-hmm. over your own future. Yep. But, yeah, um, just remind everyone to uh, go onto Facebook, um, look for Deal Feature Film. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I'll put the uh, other details on the podcast page for mm-hmm. Showreel. Yeah. Thank you very much. So thank you very much, Brenton and Thank Ruth. you, Annie. Thank you. Thank you. And coming up next is Published or Not. You're on 3CR, and I'll go out with a uh, rousing number. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.